Do you really understand your car insurance policy? Thank you for tuning into the Sowing Seeds podcast. I am your host, Winnie, and this podcast was developed to discuss the ins and outs of everyday life. And hopefully I can provide you with some gems that may influence or help you in your future decisions and make you rethink your past decisions. So this is our first episode and it's taken me a long, long, long time to record it. Every time I think I'm ready to discuss something or talk about something, I'm really, really not that prepared as much as I think I am. And I don't care what anyone tells you. Those who've been doing it for a long time, those who are new, those who are really comfortable, those who are uncomfortable. The first time recording a podcast episode is extremely, extremely nerve-wracking. Like, sometimes you get your words all jumbled up. Sometimes the things that you think matter really don't matter. Sometimes your dog doesn't care that you're recording a podcast and starts to bark in the back, so you have to re-record the whole thing because it sounds terrible. There's... There's a lot, a lot of things that come to mind or that happens behind the scenes of recording a podcast. And the only thing you could do is just take a breath, restart and start and record. There's nothing else you can do. Or sometimes you stop, delete and re-record, <laughs> not just pause. But I'm just really glad that you found my podcast and you decided to take a, take a second to listen. So what is car insurance? pretty stupid question, but it's a question you have to ask. Um, Car insurance is insurance that covers your vehicle, the people in your vehicle, or some people outside of your vehicle. So in the state of Florida, I currently live in, car insurance is something that you're required to take on. And there's a few things that you're required to have on your policy, but not a lot of people understand really what what exactly are these policies or coverage limits, coverages that they have on their policy? For those of you who live in Florida, you already know what PIP is. PIP is personal injury protection. And for a long time, Florida only required personal injury protection for $10,000. And I think most recently they've added property damage and Property damage is covering the damage of someone's vehicle. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, just to let you know for people who live, who live in Florida, let me give you some more details. So for car insurance, you have injuries for people, okay? So for injuries on people's car insurance, this is something you really want to pay attention to because people don't know this. A lot of people think they have full coverage insurance. Full coverage insurance means nothing when you talk to insurance companies. Full coverage insurance means are you complying with what your state has required for you to have as car insurance? That's what full coverage means to car insurance companies. Full coverage means nothing in layman's terms to the average person. Because you think you have full, no one has full coverage until you find out when you get into a car accident, okay? So full coverage means nothing. I'm going to tell you what these coverages mean. And then from that point, you know whether or not you have full coverage and if you need to purchase more car insurance, okay? So once again, we're gonna start off with injuries. So regarding injuries, there's three types of insurances 
mainly for Florida, that you can have on your policy. You have PIP, which is personal injury protection. You have BI, which is bodily injury. And you have UM, which is uninsured or underinsured insurance, okay? PIP, personal injury protection, covers your person. And it covers the people in your home and it covers your relatives, okay? Your relatives that live with you. So a lot of people are unaware that if you live with someone, okay? This could be your roommate. We, we just live together because we're going to college and we decided to get an apartment together and we're trying to save some money, but my roommate doesn't have a car. If you live with your roommate and your roommate does not have a car and they get in an accident, well, not they, but you get in an accident with your roommate in your car, your car insurance is required to cover your roommate and they're going to bring up your policy. Most definitely. It doesn't matter. Whenever you get in a car accident, they're going to bring up your policy. Okay. But personal injury protection covers your person because it's personal. It covers your personal injuries and those who are injured in your vehicle as well. The only way your personal injury protection does not cover someone in your car is if they have their own policy. Their policy comes first. So your policy will cover you, their policy will cover them, and if there's no policy that's supposed to be covering them, your policy covers them, all right? The next thing that you have is bodily injury. Bodily injury covers when you hurt someone else. So if someone, um, if you rear-end someone, you T-bone someone, you accidentally hit a pedestrian on a bike, that really hurts. Bodily injury that is on your policy will cover them and their injuries and you sending them to the hospital or to the doctor or anything like that. But say you get in an accident and you have some major injuries and your insurance only carries so much. You know, obviously your personal injury only carries so much depending on the state that you're in. And the person has a small bodily injury policy because I need you to be mindful. Just because you have the policy, you pick your policies and how much the coverage limits are. So you can have 10,000, you can have 20,000, you can have 30,000, etc. For personal injury, I believe the most you can have is 10,000. But for everything else, you can pick your limits. So if you're in your car, you get in an accident, and you have a policy for PIP for $10,000, and you go to the hospital, and your bills are for 20 grand. If you have PIP, PIP just covers 10 grand of that, okay? Mindful, there's some other stuff that they use to calculate how they're gonna pay the bill. We're not gonna talk about that because I'm not an expert in that. If I'm not an expert in much of all of this, but. I know what I'm talking about for the most part, okay? And that person has a policy for bodily injury for $10,000. You're going to be fine. There's enough insurance there for that $20,000 bill. But let's say in the same situation, the person who hit you does not have bodily injury. You want to have UM on your policy. And what UM is, is additional insurance to cover your injuries, okay? If that person's uninsured, yes, they have insurance, but they don't have the insurance you need. So, so as far as you're concerned, they're not insured. Your UM on your own policy will cover the other 10K that you have in injuries, okay? Or say that person had the 10 and you had your original 10 in PIP, but your, your bills was 30 Gs. 
if you have UM, UM will come in after their bodily injury to cover the rest of your of your of your your bills. <laughs> so that is basically for injuries. You have the personal injury protection, which covers ten thousand dollars of your injuries and medical bills, and then you have bodily injury, which is a policy that you carry on your policy. Uh, it's a type of coverage that you carry on your policy to cover when you harm someone. And then lastly, there's UM for times when the other person who has hurt you doesn't have enough insurance or they don't have insurance at all to cover your injuries, okay? Boom, there we go. We talked about injuries. The next thing we have to talk about is damages. Yep, yep, yep. Damages to your car, damages to someone else's car, damages to objects out there. So who and what coverages cover that? I think we've all seen people who've gotten into a car accident and you just like, oof, that's expensive. Or oof, did that really fall on top of their car? There's coverages for everything, okay? There, there's coverages for almost everything. So and for those as for those types of things that happens to your vehicle, there's comprehensive, there's collision, and there's property damage. Okay, just like for injuries, you got like three types. For your car, you got like three types. Okay, so what collision coverage covers is your vehicle. If someone hits you and they don't have enough or they don't have any, your collision kicks in to fix your car. So it's important if your car can get damaged, which is everyone's, you have collision. The next thing that's on there is comprehensive. That's when the weather or outside elements that is not another car decides to wreak havoc in your life. So if you have your car um, and say a hurricane comes through and floods the area and your car gets flooded out and your car is damaged and you need to fix your vehicle or get a new vehicle and you have comprehensive, comprehensive is here to save the day. Okay. And lastly is property damage. Property damage covers the damages to someone else's stuff. So if I hit you, my property damage is supposed to cover your car. If you hit me, your property damage is supposed to cover my car, okay? So property damage is to cover vehicles. So once again, recap, collision covers your own vehicle, property damage covers their vehicle, and comprehensive covers when earth and natural things or something decides to fall over that's not an actual car accident involving another person's vehicle okay all right and the next thing i'm going to talk to you about is gap for those of you who's ever purchased a vehicle and make payments on that vehicle or those who are thinking about purchasing a vehicle and making payments on their vehicle, this is something you really want to pay attention to because I had to use GAP once with another vehicle that I used to own. So what exactly is GAP coverage? GAP coverage is a separate type of insurance that you can purchase at the dealership or through your own car insurance company or even through some banks. I found that out recently that you can go to the bank and purchase GAP insurance. But GAP covers the gap when your car is totaled in what you owe, okay? So in layman's terms, GAP 
is basically there to save you when you have more money than you owe, more money that's owed on your vehicle than what you've paid or that your car is valued at, okay? So I'm going to give you my scenario that happened to me and I'm gonna give you a scenario of another individual that I know, okay? So I had purchased this vehicle, at, well, I did something stupid. I had co-signed on a vehicle with someone else and when I co-signed on that vehicle, they that person will let other people drive said vehicle and said vehicle was involved in a car accident was the person who was driving the vehicle at that time at fault no is it their is it their fault the accident occurred no i don't blame them for that but i do believe if someone's not on your policy do not let them drive your car you don't you just don't want them problems okay so we only had that vehicle for three months I know, you heard that correct, three months before that car was totaled, okay? So the car was T-boned, well actually, the other person's car was T-boned. I'm gonna just say, my car was driving straight and a person T-boned the person who was in my car who was driving. So my car was completely, completely totaled, okay? And once again, we were making payments on it and we had purchased this car for like $10,000. And at that point, we only paid like $900, which means we still had like 9,000 something dollars left over, okay? If we did not have gap, we would still be making monthly payments for this car that no longer exists, okay? This is why it's important to purchase GAP. If you already bought a car and you do not have GAP, go ahead, check online, you can still purchase it. But mostly, like GAP is really not that expensive. It sounds stupid, you're like, oh, I don't wanna pay $5 more, $10 more. No, it's worth it. Because if this happens to you, you don't wanna be on the hook for something like this. So I think the car, the car had a whole bunch of miles on it at the time of the accident because everybody was driving this car. Okay, anybody who could pick up the keys was driving this car. And when we bought this car, I think it only had like maybe 5,000 miles. But by the time the accident occurred, it had like 20,000 miles. And people who know about cars know that mileage and the year affects the vehicle, okay? The value of the vehicle. So the car insurance company Took, a, took an evaluation of the vehicle at the time of the accident, and this $10,000 car that we had for three months was now worth $6,000 something dollars, which means we still owed $3,000 something dollars. Graciously, the other person had property damage on their policy, so their policy paid the value of the vehicle at the time of the accident. Side note, if you ever get your car totaled and the person has property damage, Car insurance companies are only required to pay the value of the vehicle at the time of the accident. It's not based off your numbers. It's not based off your Kelly Blue Book. It's based off their own calculators and system that they use amongst car insurance companies. So I don't care what you say, and they don't care what you say. You think your $10,000 car is worth eight Gs, and their system says it's worth five, they're not going to pay you eight, they're going to pay five. It doesn't matter. You can beg, you can plead, you can holler, you can send an email. You're gonna pay what their system evaluates the car at the accident, okay? So that left me 3,000 something dollars. Well, me and the person I had signed on the vehicle for. 
at first, he was sitting there, he was freaking out and stuff like that, because when we were purchasing this vehicle, he was like, I don't want, I don't want gas. What's the point of getting gas? I'm, I'm going to pay the car. I'm not worried. I'm like, look, I don't care what you do or do not purchase, but I want gas. I already knew someone who had a gap story and it didn't end too well for them. And I said, I want a gap. And I said, the only way I'll sign on this car for you is if you get gap. Graciously, we got gap. And gap paid the 3,000 something dollars that was left over on the vehicle, okay? That was a situation we left unscathed. And I brought my credit up because the vehicle was paid off. <laughs> but that's another story for another day about credit and things like that but gap covered my vehicle this would be a totally different scenario had it been something else i had i know another individual who got into a car accident she purchased her car did not take out gap but did have collision but once again people don't know they value your car at the time of the accident the last time she had gotten the oil change was maybe three four weeks before that and her car she had the car for about a year. So obviously the value was down, but there was significant payments already made. But this person was driving their car from Florida to Alabama, Florida to Georgia. If there was a road trip, she was volunteering and she was bringing Betsy and Betsy was her car, okay? So she was volunteering her car for everything. And her car experienced brake failure and her car was totaled because she obviously rear-ended someone when her brakes failed. She's okay, in case you're wondering, she's safe, but obviously the car is not. So she's sitting there and she's like, okay, I've been making payments on my car. My car is worth this much because I paid this much off the car. And when she found out that this car, mindful, she, when she bought the car, the car was worth like $15,000. And I guess she made maybe $3,000 worth of payments. We're throwing numbers out. So she still owed like $12,000 on this car. Her car insurance people were like, okay, no problem. We know it was brake failure. It's not your fault, blah, blah, blah. This is why people have collision. We're going to go ahead and cover six grand of the vehicle. Excuse me, what? Yes, we're going to go ahead and cover six grand of your vehicle. Uh-uh-uh-uh, I owe 12. Why is it that you're covering six grand? Well, the mileage on your vehicle at the time of the accident, mm -hmm, that's exactly what they tell you. They're very comfortable telling you the mileage of your vehicle at the time of the accident, your vehicle is worth this. It cry, plead, holler, skip, jump, run. It doesn't matter what you're saying. What they're going to tell you is exactly what it is. The value of your vehicle is what they're paying. So she still has $6,000 that she owed on her vehicle. The spring sound that you heard is my automatic air freshener, okay? You gotta keep it clean around your home. But she still owes $6,000. Imagine paying all that money on your car, have your car being totaled, and hearing your car insurance people tell you that the bill that you have, $12,000 left over, we're only paying six. Do you have gap? And you can't say you have gap. So she had to spend what? The next two, she, she called them, she, try to get the car refinanced and to get the interest rates lower. And she just had to continuously paying that car off that she no longer had. So it's very important to purchase gap. Gap covers the gap between the value of your car and what your insurance company is going to pay at the time of the accident. Once again, if you want to purchase gap, you purchase gap at the, at the time that you purchase the vehicle 
or you can purchase it through your insurance company, depending on the policy, if they have that policy, or certain companies will sell you GAP separately. Purchase GAP, it's not too late if you haven't totaled the car. It's important you purchase GAP, okay? All right, um, rental reimbursement and towing, okay? So some people get towing on their policy. Uh, the way towing works is obviously if you need a tow, they're on their way, they're gonna help you. Um, do you need it? Honestly, it, it's, it's a head flip. It all depends. If you know somebody who can come get your car, now you don't need it. If your car, if, if you have AAA, you don't need it. There's no reason to have AAA and towing, okay? That's the whole point of it, okay? AAA is supposed to come in and save the day. So, but for the most part, you never know when you're going to need to tow. So, I would get the towing on your car if you live in an area where your car can have a flat tire, which is everywhere. <laughs> and then rental reimbursement. So, some people do not know that in the event of an accident, you may or may not need to rent a car, which is you know, something, when you really think about it, you're just like, how would they not know? No, some people really just sit there and they just think everything's gonna be fine. The other company's gonna give them a car to rent. You're supposed to, but not all of them are gonna do it the way you want them to. So if you have to go through your own policy for your collision, if your vehicle's damaged and you need to rent a car, some insurance companies, almost now, offer you rentals. So the way it works is you pick how much the, you want max a day and a max total in general. So some policies will be like, okay, you get 20, 35, 40, 45, 50 if you ever needed to rent a car for the max of $1,500. So if your car is being fixed or something like that, you can rent a car for this long and they will cover your rentals and once again, they'll reimburse you for your rentals during that time. But I need you to understand, they're covering your vehicle while it's being fixed. So if you have rental reimbursement and your car was totaled, they are not reimbursing you, okay? Because they're reimbursing you for your car being fixed and you're needing transportation to get from point A to point B. I also need you to pay attention to this. If you're renting a vehicle and it costs more than your daily amount, they are not required to pay the surplus. All right? So, me, I am one person, I have a dog, and if I need a rental car, I can just get whatever small, compact, economic, standard, mid-side vehicle, and for my policy, I can't rent a car for more than 30 days. So, I mean, for $30 a day, but obviously for more than 30 days, depending on how long your vehicle's being fixed. Um, so if I get, for the most part, I could find a car for under $30. But say I'm an individual who wanted to save money and decided to get less of a rent daily rental, but I have six kids and I have a minivan. And the cheapest that they have for a minivan is $45, but I took the $30 coverage. Every day that I had that vehicle where the, the bill was more than 30 bucks, I have to pay the $15 surplus for the time that I rented the vehicle. So when picking a vehicle and picking coverages, it's important to just sit there and really think about what is it that I'm choosing? 
how will it best apply to me and my family? And that's also important in the next segue, which is deductibles, okay? What is a deductible? A deductible is an amount that they deduct when the bill comes in that is yours to pay, okay? So a lot of people get confused about that. Once again, I'm going to bring in that car that we had previously discussed, which was the one that got totaled. (laughs) Before this accident had occurred, I think we had the car for maybe a week, and someone was stealing cars in the area that we live, graciously. We don't live there no more. I live in a safer area. I'm not going to say we. I live in a safer area. Um, The car, someone was stealing a car, and... While they were stealing the car, they rear they backed into our car and damaged the door. So on the policy, we had a $500 deductible for damaging damages regarding an accident. Once again, this was someone backing up. This would be collision, not comprehensive, because it wasn't a natural disaster. So our collision was like, okay, no problem, go ahead, bring it to a mechanic, you can bring it to ours, or we can bring it to yours, but remember that we're gonna give you the, the pieces at, uh, was it, is it like today's prices, or something like that, and we brought the car door to a place, and they're like, okay, uh, in order to fix the door and replace it and everything, it's gonna cost $1,500, okay? And we were like, oh my God, that's crazy. The insurance company said, don't worry about it. You know, you have coverage for this. We're going to send you the check. They sent the check. They most definitely sent the check. The check was $1,000. He looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, well, I guess we have to save it for the rest of it. But why they only send $1,000? They send $1,000 because you had a $500 deductible. So whatever the bill is, they're going to take whatever the deductible is right off the top. So if it's $1,500, they're sending you $1,000. If it's $2,000 and your deductible is $250, they're sending you $1,750. Okay? So I need you to be mindful. When choosing your deductible, they really are going to enforce your deductible, okay? A lot of times people are so confused with their $1,000 deductible and them saying, okay, it costs this much, we took $1,000 here. Wait, but I don't have it. You don't have it, then why you choose it? Don't choose a policy that you can't cover for, okay? That saving money is gonna be a whole different podcast, but just need you to be mindful. If you can't afford the deductible, do not select that deductible. On my policy, I have $500 and maybe a $250 deductible. But in my savings account, that money is there, okay? I am ready at any point in time if I get into a car accident to pay the deductibles that I have chosen for my policy. So... That is all that I'm going to discuss. If there's anything else you feel that I should talk about, I am eventually going to set up an email, but I'm just going to go ahead and just do a final recap of everything. And hopefully you take everything that I said and reevaluate your policy, make changes if need be, or if you're fine, you know, leave it alone. And just take this extra information that you probably didn't know about how they work and just, you know, make the next step of your life a little bit better. Okay, once again, you have three types of insurances that cover your injuries 
and you have three types of insurances that cover damages. For your injuries, you have personal injury protection that covers your person or the people in your vehicle if they do not have car insurance. And then you have bodily injury, which covers the other person that you hurt, their bodily injury, their body was hurt. Their, so you cover their bodily injuries with your bodily injury policy, okay? And then you have uninsured motorists or underinsured when they're underinsured and you have more bills than what they carry on their policy or they don't have coverage to cover your injuries. So they're under, they're uninsured. Um, next you have the damages to the vehicle, collision, covers your own vehicle, property damage, covers their property damage, and comprehensive, what covers whenever the world decides not to side with you, okay? Um, we have gap, gap covers whatever the insurance company doesn't pay if your vehicle was, was totaled, and you have rental, which covers your booty to be in a vehicle while your vehicle's being fixed, okay? And towing. Towing is a coverage that you may need if your car has a flat tire and you don't have a spare, you didn't replace it just yet, and you need to bring your car home, or your car was totaled at the scene of the accident and you need to tow your car to a mechanics, or, well, not exactly total if it's totaled, you don't really, you need to tow it to a junkyard. But if your car was damaged at an accident, you need to bring it to a mechanic, they can tow it for you there. So, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast and listen to me, and I hope that you join me next time.